Johnstown. Thank you very much. This is going to be a great evening. It's incredible to be back in Pennsylvania, the proud home of American independence, the American Constitution, and American freedom. That's true, huh? What a history. And 21 days from now, we're going to win the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, and we're going to win four more years in the White House. This election is a simple choice. If Biden wins, China wins, all these other countries win, we get ripped off by everybody. If we win, you win, Pennsylvania wins, and America wins. Very simple. For years, the selfish and corrupt political class betrayed the people of Pennsylvania, you know that, and the people of our country. Career politicians like Joe Biden lied to you. I don't think he knew he was even lying. You want to know the truth? He's gone. He's shot, folks. I hate to tell you, he's shot. He abused you, he crushed you, your dreams, and outsourced your jobs to China and distant lands all over the world. As a Senator Biden's last, American trade policies were a total disaster. They dismantled your steel industry and decimated entire towns in your area. And we brought back steel. And we put tariffs on steel. And we stopped dumping steel and aluminum. As vice president, he closed down 10,000 factories while raking in cash from corporations that moved jobs overseas. And his family got rich. You know that. How did Hunter make three and a half million dollars from the mayor of Russia, mayor of Moscow's wife? How did that happen? So you have the mayor of Moscow, got a wife, gave Hunter three and a half million bucks. I wonder what he did for that money, huh? The fake news, they refuse to talk about it. They don't want to hear about it. Biden's a servant of the radical globalists, the wealthy donors, the big money special interests who shipped away your jobs, shut down your factories, and you know it because you really suffered right in this area, threw open your borders and ravaged our cities while sacrificing American blood and treasure in these ridiculous, endless foreign wars. They're all coming back home. Don't worry, they're all coming back home soon. They're already on their way. They've been on their way for a long time. In 2016, Pennsylvania voted to fire this failed and decrepit political establishment, and you elected an outsider as your president to finally put America first. That's what we did. And we did not come this far overcome this much and fight this hard only to surrender our country back to the depraved Washington swamp. And by the way, did we catch them? We caught them. We caught them. We caught them. Watch what happens. Watch what happens. They spied on our campaign. What they did, what they did should never, ever be allowed to happen in this country again. Never. Watch what happens. This is the most important election in the history of our country. Biden has made a corrupt bargain in exchange for his party's nomination. He has handed control to the socialists and Marxists and left-wing extremists like his vice presidential candidate. That's another great one, isn't it? I just watched her on television coming in because the great thing about Air Force One, we have more televisions. They're in closets. They're all over the place. They're on the floors, on the ceilings. And I watched her, and I compared her to Amy, great future Supreme Court justice. And I will tell you, Amy's made a great impression. And you know Biden, he can't stand up to the lunatics running his party. He can't even find his way off the stage without him. Look, look what's happened. Yesterday, he didn't know the name. He said, you know the guy, I think he's a Mormon, right? He said he's a Mormon. He was talking about Mitt Romney. He forgot Mitt Romney's name. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine? Then he didn't know where he was. He said, where the hell am I? Where am I? No, he's shot, folks. He's shot. 
I'm running against the single worst candidate in the history of presidential politics. And you know what that does? That puts more pressure on me. Can you imagine if you lose to a guy like this? It's unbelievable. It's, a, it's disgusting. It's disgraceful. If he wins, the radical left will be running the country. He won't be running the country. The radical left will take over. And how about Pennsylvania? So he says uh, there will be no fracking. No fracking. This went on for a year and a half. No fracking. No fracking. No fracking. Then Elizabeth Warren refused to get out. So they stole another one for Bernie. Bernie's the greatest loser of them all. This guy, every four years, they steal it. So she refused to get out. Pocahontas, she refused to get out, right? They wanted me to apologize for saying the word Pocahontas. So, no, no, I apologize to Pocahontas, to the real one. I... No, no, she, you wouldn't get out, and she took enough votes away, and Biden won Super Tuesday. That shouldn't have happened. But if... I don't sound like a typical Washington politician, fortunately. That's because I'm not a politician. I'm not a politician. But think of it. You know, you talk about politician. No fracking for a year and a half, right? And then he goes to Pennsylvania and says, no, no, there'll be fracking. Like nothing happened. Can you imagine if I did that? No fracking, no fracking, no fracking. I'm the opposite, by the way. No fracking, no fracking. Then you win and you go, you know, got to go a little to the other direction, a little bit to the right, although he actually went further left, which is sort of an amazing thing. But all of a sudden, he comes out in favor of fracking. And let me tell you, it's always the first thing that turns out to be true, okay? They will lose, you will lose in Pennsylvania a million jobs. There will be no petroleum products. There will be no fracking whatsoever. And did you see his party now is really angry at him because he's saying maybe they'll be fracking. It's a very conditional, you know, it's a very weak. But with me, you're going to frack. You're going to frack. And you're going to keep your energy low, and we're independent. You know, we are now energy independent, first time ever. So if I don't always play by the rules of the Washington establishment, it's because I was elected to fight for you, and I fought harder for you than any president has ever fought for their people. Right now, I'm fighting to eradicate the virus, rebuild the economy, and save our country from the radical left. And that's a big thing, saving it, because these people, this will end up being a large-scale version of Venezuela if they get in. They don't have water. They don't have medicine. They don't have food. They don't have anything. Despite everything they've thrown at us, we've done more in the first three and a half years than any administration in history, and the best is yet to come. It's true. A recent Gallup poll just came out. Thank you. A Gallup poll just came out that found that 56% of Americans say they're better off today than they were under Sleepy Joe and Obama. It's the highest of any president at this point in his term. Let's think of that, 56%. This is as we round the corner on the pandemic, 56%. They were much, much lower. Just remember this. If they were any good, I wouldn't have run for president. But they were no good. They did a horrible job. They did a horrible job. Yesterday, Biden told those 56% of Americans that they probably shouldn't vote for him. And for once, I agree with Joe. Did you hear he said, you shouldn't vote for me, you know? He has no idea what he's saying. How the hell do you lose to a guy like this? Is this possible? Oh, I'll never come to Pennsylvania again. I love this place. You know, they say he was born in Scranton, but he left. He left. He abandoned you. He didn't he said, give me a break. We love you. Thank you. We love you. I love you, too. Thank you. Thank you. By the way, there's a lot of people here tonight. A lot of people. I wish the fake news would show it. They never turn the cameras, you know. I go home. Our great first lady always says, how was the crowd? I said, didn't they show? No, they just show your face.
and about five people behind me, right? They become famous. Why don't you show the crowd, though? Why don't you do yourself a favor? Show the crowd. Go ahead. One of the most important issues for Pennsylvania is the survival of your fracking industry. Joe Biden has repeatedly pledged to abolish fracking. He's a liar, okay? He's a liar. How do you do it? How do you do it? He went for a year and a half. They said, are you, remember the debates with the radical left Democrats, right? You had uh, Alfred E. Newman, you had all these people. You know who Alfred E. Newman is? Yes. Pete Buttigieg, Pete Buttigieg. He was a bad mayor of a failed town and he's gonna run for president, you know? Pete Buttigieg. But you know, uh, he's talking about it and does that mean everybody, nobody is gonna do right? That's right, nobody, nobody, I swear, nobody, nobody, nobody. Then he gets up. I've never seen anything like it in my life. And not one fake reporter back there said, well, wait a minute, you've been pledging for a year and a half, no fracking. But then what about the uh, health care for illegal immigrants? Who in this group is going to provide health care for illegal immigrants? Everybody raises their hand. You remember Joe? No, do you remember? This is a famous clip, but they don't ask him questions about it because they're fake. Do you remember Joe? Who's going to provide? And look, we all have hearts. And we want to take care of everybody. But you know the problem, when you do that, we don't have the money. The whole world is going to empty out into our country. They're going to come for health care. They're going to come for a college, free college. I say sometimes jokingly, sarcastically, everybody gets a free Rolls Royce. To which CNN says, they don't get a free Rolls Royce. He has misrepresented. You know, these people are sick. Everybody gets a free Rolls-Royce. They don't get a free Rolls-Royce. The president has misrepresented. Oh, they are sick people. But think of it. So remember when Joe and they said, raise your hand if everybody's in favor of free everything, right? Free everything, but free health care for illegal aliens. And Joe goes like, he had no idea what the hell he was doing, folks. He has no clue. And he's not a nice guy, you know, just so you understand. Not a nice guy. If he was a nice guy, I wouldn't hit him like this, but he's not a nice guy. He's a bad guy. He's always been a dummy, but he's always been, he's never been. No, no, in his best of years, he was considered a dumb guy. When asked about fracking, Biden said he would sure, absolutely make it. We will uh, eliminate it. That's what he said. Those are the exact words. And then he said it 19 different times. And one day he said, I never said that. It's incredible. And they don't question him. I couldn't get away with it for a minute. Not for a minute. Did you see the town hall he had with NBC? That was a town hall for a child, a young child. Baron Trump would and actually Baron's far too advanced for that town. Hall. That was a town hall. Lester Holt. Lester Holt. That was a beauty, right? That was some town hall. That was and they said, yes, we have a uh, random sampling of people. Yeah, all Trump haters, right? What a group of people. But he raised his hand. He said, illegal immigrants will get health care. Now, people don't realize what that means. That means your Social Security goes down the tubes, your country goes bankrupt, you know, the whole thing is a disaster. But he raised his hand. Now he's trying to say he didn't do it. And they don't call him out because they're fake. His radical left running mate, who I just watched on television, she is so pathetic, is a co-sponsor of the Socialist Green New Deal, which eliminates all fossil fuels. She's having a hard time getting out of that one. Did you hear the other day? She actually came out in favor of fracking. It was like, yeah, I think so. She's further left than Bernie. Did you see Bernie? I thought it was the furthest left of the Senate, because you don't get too much worse, right? Then you go, instead of socialist, you go to the C word, right? She's further left. She's considered further left than Bernie. This is, and you know, they're looking at, when Nancy Pelosi does the 25th Amendment, she's doing it for Biden. You do know that, right? Because they want to get Biden out, and that won't be hard. 
But at this very moment, Biden's website includes a pledge to mandate net zero carbon emissions, which means fossil fuel, coal, everything is gone and it's gone soon. Okay. And with that goes our economy and with that goes our country. The Democrat Party hates fracking. They hate coal. They hate clean, beautiful coal. I see what they do with coal now. They hate domestic energy production. And Biden will shut you down. He wants to shut you down just like your governor's got you shut down right now. They better open up your state. Did you see the World Health Organization yesterday? They said Trump was right. They said you can't make the cure worse than the problem itself. I've been saying that for a long time. And we did the right thing. We saved two million lives. They said 2.2 million people. We saved two million lives. And, uh, you know, we get nothing. And I'll tell you what, we have the vaccines are coming soon, the therapeutics and frankly, the cure. All I know is I took something, whatever the hell it was, I felt good very quickly. I don't know what it was. Antibodies. Antibodies. I don't know. I took it. I said, I felt like Superman. You know, I said, let me at him. No, and I could have been here four or five days ago. It's great. We had great doctors. I want to thank the doctors at Walter Reed and Johns Hopkins. Great doctors. One great thing about being president, if you're not feeling 100%, you have more doctors than you thought existed in the world. I was surrounded with like 14 of them. Where are you from? I'm from this one. Where are you from? I'm from Johns Hopkins. I'm from Walter Reed. But what great talented people. They did a great job. And thank you. And while I'm president, America will remain the world's number one energy producer with Pennsylvania workers leading the way. And that's what's happening. You're leading the way. You know, you had the best year in the history of your, your place. It's a history of, if you look at the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, you never want to say state. Don't ever say state. Actually, nobody cares but them. But, you know. I'm just saying, let's see, Pennsylvania, you got two of them. You know that, right? The Commonwealth, the great Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. I went to school here. Probably spent more time here than Sleepy Joe in all fairness. <laughs> I went to school here. But we're putting our great coal miners back to work. Joe Biden and the Democrat Socialists will kill your jobs. Dismantle your police departments. You see that happening. And we've got, did you see in the debate the other night, I said to him, Name one law enforcement agency, just one, in the whole country that supports you. He couldn't do it. Then Chris Wallace bailed him out. Then I say, how come you got the three and a half million from Russia? And they bailed him out again. He was choking like a dog. They bailed him out. But they want to dissolve your borders. They don't want borders. They want to have open borders. Release criminal aliens. Raise your taxes. Confiscate your guns. Get rid of your Second Amendment. I mean, here's one that's, that's incredible. Destroy your suburbs. Okay, so they talk about the suburban women. And somebody said, I don't know if the suburban woman likes you. I say, why? But we had this. <laughs> I love you, too. They said, they may not like the way you talk, but I'm about law and order. I'm about having you safe. I'm about having your suburban communities. I, I don't want to build low-income housing next to your house, okay, if that's okay. And I ended the regulation, the rule, that made the zoning so impossible that you had to destroy your communities. And then I hear the, the suburban woman. I think that the suburban woman, and I used to say suburban housewife, I used to take heat, but I said, does anybody care? Do you care if I say suburban? No, they're all going, no. Again, the only one cares is them. Trump said suburban housewife, but I didn't say it because I don't. You learn very quickly. You learn very quickly. But suburban women, they should like me more than anybody here tonight because I ended the regulation that destroyed your neighborhood. I ended the regulation that brought crime to the suburbs. And you're going to live the American dream. And that's what you're going to do. And remember this, 29% of the people experiencing the American dream in the suburbs happen to be minority. And you don't know that. But 29%. And we're doing this for everybody. We're not doing it one way or the other. We're doing it. And I ended it. They said, sir, we can amend it. I said, no, I don't want to amend it. I want to end it. It was a horror show. 
And this loser, Cory Booker, is the guy that's going to be in charge of the program. The guy's a stone-cold loser. One percent. He got one percent. He ran. He was going to be great. You know, one percent. Every week. He was like her. Down, down, down. They should have picked him. But no, he'll be in charge of your uh, suburban. So can I ask you to do me a favor? Suburban women, would you please like me? Remember? Please. Please. I saved your damn neighborhood, okay? The other thing, I don't have that much time to be that nice. You know, I can do it, but I got to go quickly. We don't have time. They want me to be politically correct. Oh, yes, let's discuss it. Let's talk about it over the next 10 years. No, no, no. Now, we saved your, you, we saved suburbia in the U.S. I got rid of a regulation that was a disaster, and it was very unfair, and you've been reading about it for a long time. It's been going on for a long time. It became much worse under Obama and Biden. I got rid of it, and I had a choice. My, even my own people said, you never get rid of it, sir. I said, I want to get rid of it. Well, why don't we just amend it? I said, I don't want to amend it. I want to get rid of it. Get rid of it. Okay, and I think we're going to see that the women really like Trump a lot. That's happened last time, remember? Remember last four years ago? Four years ago, they said women will never vote for him. I said, why am I so bad? They said the women will never vote. Then I got 52%. They said, what the hell happened with the women? Except this time, see, this is much easier. Because then I was a developer. I was doing great. Everything was nice. But I had never done this before. I came in. I said, I'm going to rebuild our military. I'm going to cut your taxes. I'm going to cut your regulations. I'm going to get you this. I'm going to get you that. I'm going to take care of our vets. I mean, I did things that, frankly, I never even talked about, like Space Force. I never talked about Space Force. The wall is almost built. You know, the wall is up to 392 miles. It's almost built. And Mexico is paying for the wall, by the way. You know that. I've been saying it. They hate to hear that, but they're paying. You know, we're putting a charge on where the cars go through. And it'll more than pay for the wall. But uh, we have now the most secure southern border that we've ever had. And I want to thank the president of Mexico. They have 27,000 Mexican soldiers on our southern border stopping people from coming into the U.S. illegally. Thank you very much. No, but we did all these things. So this time, in theory, it should be easier. But don't forget, I've gone through years, years of a fake witch hunt. And now it turned out that they were the guilty party. They were the ones dealing with Russia. They were the guilty people. Think if I didn't have every night on that fake CNN right over there with the light on. The light just went off. It just went off. Every time I point to them, the light goes off. It's all right. Keep it off. Nobody's watching them anyway. But, you know, think if I didn't have every night Russia, Russia, Russia. Hey, and nobody's been tougher in Russia than me. What I've done for NATO raised $130 billion a year from other countries that weren't paying their bills. They were delinquent, as we said in the real estate business. They were delinquent. And that goes up to $410 billion. Nobody did that. Obama used to send them pillows, maybe from the pillow man on Fox. Did you ever see a man advertise so much? I've never seen it. I've never seen the biggest advertise. I think he's the greatest advertising genius, Mike. He's the greatest advert. If I gave him our budget, you wouldn't be able to do anything else but watch Trump ads. The pillow man. I tell you, I never saw so many ads in my life. Every day, it's a pillow, the pillow. Now he came out with a sheet, and I'm going crazy. That's all. That's all we need now is a new sheet. But he's on our side, too, by the way, that guy. He's on our side. Mike. And now Biden even refuses to answer questions unpacking the Supreme Court. You know, elections have consequences. Winning and losing an election, that's big consequences. And we've been winning elections. And they say, well, you know, Trump shouldn't be appointing the new justice because, well, I'm president. In fact, as you know, a lot of your great justices said, no, no, they're appointed. Justice Ginsburg just said recently, not so long ago, no, no, he's president for four years, not for three years. You appoint. Now, he was, she was referring to Obama, I think, or Clinton or somebody, but wasn't referring to me. I can promise you that. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. It's being filled. It's being filled. You don't have to worry about that. That's much easier than we'll build a wall that goes to 
That goes for a lot. It's one of, you know, the wall is one of the biggest projects in the history of this country. You know that, right? And we had a party dedicated to the proposition that there will never, ever be a wall. There will never, they knew it was the right thing to do. And I made one big mistake. I should have come instead of saying we will build a wall. I should have said we will never, ever build a wall. They would have given me so much money. <laughs> made a big mistake. Oh, a great congressman over there. Are you guys having a good time, by the way? Huh, Mike? He said the voters don't deserve to know. And he'll tell you after the election what he's going to do. And you know what I did? I gave you a list. I have 45 people on that list. Every one of them's a star. And I gave you a list. Yeah, sit down, everybody. Just enjoy yourself. What the hell? Look at his people. I didn't even realize you're all standing. I didn't realize you had seats. You're lucky. This is one of the few crowds we provided seats. That's because it's Pennsylvania, I guess. It's pretty good. If they win, Democrats will pack the Supreme Court with radical left justices who will shred your Second Amendment. You can forget about guns, empower violent mobs, and shield deadly criminals and terrorists. To defend our Constitution from this madness, I proudly nominated Judge Amy Coney Barrett of the United States Supreme Court and to the court. She'll be a great justice of the United States Supreme Court. She's done so well. I really found it fascinating today. You know, I don't have too much time, but I tried to watch as much as I could. She was great. The radical left is hell-bent on destroying everything we love and cherish. They're enraged and unhinged, and they are going crazy. You know, think of it. Very many, you know, presidents never have anybody to appoint. I will have, by the end of the first term, almost 300 federal judges and three Supreme Court justices. Their heads are exploding. I hope they're happy. They want to cancel you, shame you, and persecute you. That's what they want to do. They want to shame and this whole cancel culture thing, you know? Now they're after Abraham Lincoln. They don't like Abraham Lincoln. Now he wasn't too good, was he? I said this three years ago, remember? When they took down a couple of statues of people you never heard of, a Confederate soldier, somebody else, somebody, I said, oh, really? The next will be Robert E. Lee. The next will be Abraham Lincoln. The next will be George Washington. And everybody laughed. They said, oh, the president is so funny. I said, I'm not being funny. These people are sick. These people, they want to take away your heritage. And by the way, are there any Italians in the room? Okay. Well, we are protecting the legacy of Christopher Columbus, okay? You know, the Italians are tough. I love the Italians. So they were going to rip down the statue of Christopher Columbus in New York. You saw that, right? And all of a sudden, a group of Italians circled around the statue, and they were having pretty tough things in their hand, I must say. And it was amazing how those people that wanted to rip it down disappeared very quickly. So the Italians, let me tell you, Christopher Columbus will always be here on my watch, that I can tell you. Now, I had people the other day, they wanted to wish me happy Columbus Day. They were afraid. I said, why are you ashamed? No, no, say it. Happy Christopher Columbus Day. This is Christopher Columbus Day. It's Columbus Day. Okay? So Italians say, thank you, Mr. President. I appreciate it. I like you, too. I love the Italians. They want to punish the middle class, expunge every last trace of traditional values, and replace the American dream with the socialist nightmare. And that's what would happen. Just take a look at what's going on in other parts of the world. Biden's agenda, not that he has one, but you know, he does whatever they tell him to do. He got so lucky. She should have, she should have gotten out. You know, if she was faithful, she would have gotten out. Bernie would have run. We would have been running against crazy Bernie instead. But I'd rather run against Joe because there's no enthusiasm, there's no energy. One thing with Bernie's people, and you know, we got a lot of people last time from Bernie because they love me on trade because they know our country has been ripped off on trade like no country has ever been ripped off. And Bernie's people get that, and they, uh, they like us on trade. Biden's agenda would be a catastrophe for seniors. For years, Biden tried to cut Social Security and Medicare. Nobody remembers that, and the press will never bring it up. But he tried to cut your Social Security, right? Now Biden is pledging mass amnesty and federal health care for the illegal aliens decimating Medicare and destroying your Social Security. 
Biden cares more about illegal aliens than he cares about your senior citizens, and it's true. And let me just tell you this, and I say it strongly, and when I first got elected, they always played the Social Security card, and nothing happened, right? Your Social Security now is better than ever. I haven't touched it. While I am president, no one will touch your Medicare or your Social Security. Under my leadership, we're delivering a safe vaccine and a rapid recovery. If you vote for me, prosperity will surge. Normal life, that's what we want, normal life. We want normal life. We'll fully resume, and next year will be one of the greatest economic years in the history of our country. It's already happening. How about the stock market? Who has 401ks in the audience, right? Well, I can tell you one thing, I'm getting all of your votes. I'm getting your votes. Your 401ks are setting records. Think of it as we're rounding the turn, and we are. They go crazy when I say it. We're rounding the turn on the pandemic. We understand it. Hey, I just had it. Here I am. You know, it's me. It's actually me. And I could have stayed in the basement of the White House or maybe the top floor of the White House. I could have done that. But I'm the president of the United States. I can't do that. I got to get out, and I have to meet people, and I have to see people. And I know it's risky to do that. But you have to do what you have to do. You know, I'm the president. I can't sit in the basement and say, let's wait this thing out. I'm not going to do that. And now I'm immune, they tell me. I'm immune. I could come down and start kissing everybody. I'll kiss every guy, man and woman, man and woman. Look at that guy, how handsome he is. I'll kiss him. Not, not with a lot of enjoyment, but that's okay. Joe Biden would terminate our recovery, delay the vaccine, prolong the pandemic, and annihilate the economy with draconian, unscientific lockdowns like you're having right now in Pennsylvania with this governor who is killing you. Tom Wolf, Tom Wolf. Come on, Tom. Open up Pennsylvania, Tom. Open it up. You know what's going to happen. November 4th, they'll open it up. You know that. They're doing it. They want to keep the numbers as bad as possible. Here's the problem. The numbers are going to come out just before the election. So we have November 3rd. The numbers are going to come out. And Pennsylvania is a late voting state. You actually believe in going to a poll because you see all the shenanigans. No, you're a late voting state. And all I can tell you is when I came here, and I said this before, but when I came here, I promised you a lot of things. I've done much more than I promised you. You had the best year you've ever had, and you're going to have a better year next year. You damn well better vote for me, Pennsylvania. You better vote for me. Sleepy Joe Biden's plan will crush America. And my plan, we're going to crush the virus very quickly. It's happening already. It's happening. Almost 90% less mortality. You know, the, the mortality rate is at like 85. If you had it seven or eight months ago, it was not as good as if you have it now. And soon it's going to be perfecto. And uh, I said that the drug that they gave me, I'm going to, we're going to be distributing it all over the country to hospitals and everything else. Because I'll tell you, that sucker works. That's my opinion. What do I know? But to me, it works. And, and the people that did it, they're phenomenal people. They've had great success with other vaccines and drugs. Just this week, we learned that another member of the Biden family is getting rich off connections to Joe, his son-in-law, just came out a big story, is cashing in on the China virus pandemic, just like Hunter. Where's Hunter? Crashed in on China. What do you think where Hunter walks in and he walks out with a billion and a half dollars to manage for China? I said to a friend of mine, one of the biggest guys on Wall Street, does that ever happen? He said, I'm the biggest guy on Wall Street. That doesn't happen for me. Ten minutes, he had a billion and a half dollars. Maybe he's not so stupid after all. To fight the China virus, we launched the largest mobilization since World War II. And we really should get credit for what we've done, because I'll tell you, Mike Pence and all of these people, they have worked so 24 hours around the clock. Our early and aggressive action saved as many as two million lives. Remember when they said, no, 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 you don't want to ban China, don't ban China. I did it in January. They were talking a month and a half later, we shouldn't be doing it. He called me xenophobic. 
I said, Joe, give me a definition of xenophobic, please. He was unable to do that. We pioneered life-saving therapies and reduced the fatality rate by 85 percent. I'm working with the FDA to make the antibody treatments I received, and everybody, we're going to have them. They're going to be shipped very soon. We're working on an emergency use authorization, very complicated stuff. And the FDA has never responded like they've responded to me. This could have taken years. What we've done, and we've done it in weeks. I know they came to me on one thing and they said, uh, sir, will that will take approximately two and a half years. I said, no, it's no good. When do you need it, sir? Next week? Tomorrow? How about tomorrow? No, we're pushing them hard. The FDA has been great. To everyone fighting to recover from the virus, I feel your pain because I felt your pain. And we will beat this virus together. And for those who has had it, who has had it here? Who's had it? Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people. Well, you're the people I want to say hello to because you're right now immune. You're right now immune. Or they say that. You know, they hate to admit it because I had it. So in the old days, they said, well, if you have it, you're immune for life, right? Once I got it, they give you four months. They say you're immune. You know, if there's anybody else but me, you're immune for life. Through Operation Warp Speed, which is incredible, we'll have 100 million vaccine doses before the end of this year. 100 million. And the vaccine will end the pandemic once and for all. And remember this, because I have the endorsement of, I think, every major law enforcement and minor law enforcement group in the country. We have a lot of Democrats that left their party and they came over, law enforcement people. I can almost tell you by looking. Look at this group over here. I know the law enforcement people. Nobody's been better. We had all this surplus military equipment. Obama didn't want to give it out because he said it looked too militaristic. I said, no, I want to save lives, okay? It's defensive equipment. I want to save lives. And we gave out hundreds of millions of, uh, it was sitting in warehouses all over the country, military equipment, and we gave it out. But there's nobody like the great men and women of law enforcement. Nobody. But this election is also about, look at that, whoa. Oh, see, they love you. See that? Wow. I didn't expect that. That's pretty good. That's great. But this election is about law and order. You look at Portland. We keep saying to the governor, Look, Governor, Oregon, I said, Governor, let us go in. We'll solve the problem in 30 minutes. They don't want to do that. You know, they're supposed to ask you to come in. We did a great job in Minnesota, Minneapolis, except, you know, instead of 10 days, they could have called us like two hours later. But they came in and they lined up and they were not socially distanced. They lined up. You saw that? They came in wearing black uniforms, 250,000, most expensive uniforms. I never saw so many computers on a helmet. But they went in and they had their tear gas and they had their pepper spray, which the other side doesn't want us to use anymore. They said, no, we don't want to do that. These people are a lot of bad people out there. You know, they're anarchists, radical left anarchists, okay? So they came in, they came in, you saw it. There was one person. I said, where's the rest? Then another one, then another one. Then they started getting off buses, wherever they... All of a sudden, you had one line, two line, and they just started moving forward. That was the end of the problem. It ended within 30 minutes. It was over. It was over. And we'll do it wherever they want us. We'd love to go into Portland, because those guys are bad news. We actually, you saw we sent in the U.S. Marshals, right? Because uh, one man, horrible guy, shot somebody right through the head. Shot him in the middle of the street. A guy who didn't, wasn't hurting anybody. He killed him. Two days went by, three days went by. I said, why the hell haven't they arrested him? And they knew who he was. And we sent in the U.S. Marshals. And in 15 minutes, it was all over. That was the end of it. That was the end of it. Biden, Harris, and the Democrat Party declared war on our police, okay? And we've proudly received the endorsement of the National Association of Police Organizations, the National Troopers Coalition, the International Union of Police Associations, the Pennsylvania State Troopers Association. Wow. 
The fraternal order of police, including those in Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Scranton, and virtually every single police organization in America. And during the debate, I asked Sleepy Joe, I said, give me one organization, law enforcement, that's endorsing you. And he couldn't do it. Then Chris Wallace saved him. Then I said, remember, I said, so tell me, say the words, law and order. Say it, Joe. Say it. He couldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. Because you know what? Because he'd be run out of his party if he said the words law and order. Then I think at the end, didn't he say like law and order and safety and justice and, you know, all the stuff? No, no, law and order. Say law and order, Joe. He couldn't do it. So we're joined tonight by some real warriors, warriors of a different type, political warriors. They're okay too, right? And they're friends of mine. They're great people. Representative John Joyce. John, please. A guy's been around a long time and he fights like hell. G.T. Thompson. G.T., thank you. Great. Be careful with your election. I hear you're only up 40 points, G.T. Another one who's only up about 44 points. A really good friend of mine and as tough as hell, Mike Kelly. I say, GT, Mike, you need any help? I'll come and help you in your district. No, sir, we don't really need help. Don't worry about it. A friend of mine and a great gentleman, and he was the first one that predicted that I was going to win this thing, I'll tell you. Former Congressman Lou Barletta. Thank you, Lou. Thank you, Lou. How are we doing, Lou? Are we doing okay? How do we compare to four years ago? Better. Okay, good. He said the right thing. Anyway, yeah, I think a lot better because we produced. Again, four years ago, I said we're going to do things. Now we've done them all, plus additional things. I mean, a lot of additional things. I never talked about Space Force. We did Space Force. You know, somebody did Space Force. That's like a major achievement for four years. That's one thing that's like one thing out of so many other things. So it's one of those things, but I never used to talk about that. And former chair of the Pennsylvania Republican Party, a friend of mine, a guy that knows more about Pennsylvania than any human being on earth, Rob Gleason. Rob, thank you. How we doing, Rob? Good? Okay, good. He said to me, another group came down, they didn't want his advice. They came down from Boston and they put events all over the place. And he said, you're going to the wrong location. Anyway, they ended up losing big, right? But with us, we came to Rob. We said, where do you think the best places are? And we hit, and we agreed with you, too. But Rob Gleason's been a fantastic friend. Thank you, Rob, very much for being here. Appreciate it. And with their help and your help, we are delivering for the American people like never before. Nobody's ever done what we've done in three and a half years. No administration's ever done this the first three and a half years. In my first three years in office, family income increased by $6,000, and that doesn't include energy which I think is, you could double it up, more than five times the gains in all eight years of the Obama administration. African-American income grew nine times more than it did under the last administration. Think of it. African-American income grew nine, not two, not three, nine times more. And these are out of the book. These numbers are out of the book. Real wealth for the bottom 50% grew nearly twice as fast as it grew for the top 1%. Hispanic family net worth increased by 64% in a short period of time. 64. We added nearly 600,000 manufacturing jobs, and we added 15,000 factories. And Obama said, you'll never produce manufacturing jobs. Remember? You need a magic wand. Well, we found the magic wand. We lifted 6.6 .6 million Americans out of poverty, including over 1 million African-Americans and more than 1.5 million Hispanic-Americans. And we're doing great with both groups, and we love them. We love both groups. Thank you. Those are great numbers. After our tax cuts took effect, wages for the lowest-income Americans grew twice as fast as those near the top. Think of that. You never hear that stuff. The big beneficiary were lowest-income Americans. My policies have benefited those who need it the most. After the virus came in from China, 
And we had to change. We had to do things. This came out. It was a sudden, horrible thing. China should have never, ever let it happen. They should have never let it happen. We've seen the smallest economic contraction of any major Western nation by far, and we've seen by far the fastest recovery of any nation. In the past five months, we've created a record 11.4 million jobs. That's American jobs. That's the fastest ever recorded. Job growth has been 23 times faster than the first five months. Think of this. The first five months of the Obama-Biden recovery, 23 times. We cut unemployment rate in half. Under Biden, it took 30 months to recover more than half the jobs lost in the crisis. We did it in five months. So we're talking about numbers that nobody can even believe. Home builder confidence has reached an all-time high. We're in a pandemic. Reached an all-time high. Manufacturing optimism has doubled. Consumer confidence, which just came out, has surged nearly 20%. And small business confidence is now higher than any time in the entire decade preceding my election. Think of that. And we're rounding the turn on a pandemic. We've spent the last four years reversing the damage Joe Biden inflicted over the last 47 years. He made every bad deal in the book. And by the way, if you look at the H1N1, you know, he calls it the N1H1, right? I said, no, no, H. Here's the way you remember, Joe. H comes before him. He goes, the N1H1, whatever it's called. What was his name again? Uh, the senator, uh, maybe he was a governor. Yeah, Romney, Romney. Oh, that's right, it was Romney. It's amazing, you know, amazing. And he gets away with that stuff. You only see it, you know, you only see it on the internet. They never report it. They never report it. They should report it. They're doing this country a great disservice by not reporting it. But Biden supported NAFTA. TPP and China's entry into the WTO, which is one of the worst things that ever happened to this country. For half a century, Biden twisted his blade into the heart of the American worker. He should not be asking for your votes. He should be begging for your forgiveness. He did a rotten job, okay? Did a rotten job. For decades, our politicians spent trillions and trillions of dollars rebuilding foreign nations, fighting foreign wars, and defending foreign borders. But now we're finally protecting our nation, rebuilding our cities, and we are bringing our jobs, our factories, and our troops back home to the USA where they belong. Almost done. Syria, we're gone, except we kept the oil. Does anybody mind that I kept the oil? So we left some troops behind to keep the oil. With Iraq, we're almost out. With Afghanistan, 19 years in Afghanistan, 19 years. And uh, we're really serving as policemen. It's great to be policemen, but they, they got to have their own policemen. They got to do it themselves. But we're, uh, we're bringing them home. We're down to a very few number of soldiers. To save our auto industry, I withdrew from the last administration's Trans-Pacific Partnership disaster. It would have been a disaster. It would have destroyed your automobile industry and others. To defend our steel and aluminum workers, I imposed historic tariffs on dumped goods. Remember when they were dumping steel all over the place? You guys were getting killed. Saving those industries from total destruction. And frankly, had the plague not came in from China, but now they're doing well anyway. Had that come in, you would have had a steel industry that would have been at a level that nobody's ever seen before. But it came in, but you're going to be there anyway in a short period of time. Unless some stupid person comes along and raises your taxes by four times what they should be, which is what they want to do. I ended the NAFTA nightmare and signed the brand new USMCA into law. Everyone said that was going to be impossible. And I withdrew from the job-killing Paris Climate Accord. So nice of them to tell us that we can't use our energy. 
That was an accord. You know what that was going to do? Destroy our country. That's what that was going to do. Pi if you look at what has happened over the last very short period of time, the progress that this nation has made, you're not even going to believe it, and you're going to see it. And you would have seen it had the plague not come in, because it was all happening. We were at every single record. But now we're getting close anyway. The jobs are all coming back, and the market is almost going to be topping the market from before the plague. And it's pretty amazing, I will tell you. Biden has vowed to rejoin this horrible agreement, a death sentence for your state's energy industry, the Paris Accord. It's a terrible thing. Unlike Biden, I know my job is to represent Pennsylvania, not Paris. We're representing Pennsylvania, not Paris. Got a lot of nice people that can represent Paris. I took the toughest ever action to confront China's rampant theft of American jobs. You know that. We charged them so much. We gave a lot of the money to our farmers, $28 billion to our farmers, because our farmers were targeted. Everybody get your money. They did better without even growing anything, to be honest. But we got it from China, $28 billion. We had a lot left over that went into the Treasury of the United States. To defend American workers earlier today, I also signed an order to crack down on Chinese counterfeiters and merchants who sell their fake products all over the United States. They put the name Tiffany, Tiffany. It's got the blue box, everything. Tiffany, Tiffany, Tiffany. Isn't that wonderful? But it wasn't made by Tiffany. Biden will eliminate my tariffs on China. He's already said he's going to take the tariffs off China. There goes your steel industry. There goes your aluminum industry. There goes everything. Allowing them to plunder without consequence. The one constant in Biden's platform is surrender. He surrenders. He surrenders, whether it's uh, China, whether it's Cuba. How about Cuba? How about the deal they made with Cuba? How bad was that one? I ended it. That's why both China and the far left are desperate for a Biden win because he will surrender our jobs to China. China will own the United States if that sleepy guy gets the position, okay? And you can forget about Pennsylvania. And you know, don't also forget, your streets will be surrendered to the mob. You know, Republican areas are great. They're doing great. The crime is at record lows, everything else. These are the Democrat, super liberal Democrat areas. Unlike sleepy Joe Biden, I will never abandon our nation, and I will never abandon its values. My goal is not to make friends in the D.C. swamp. My goal is to fight for you and fight for your family. In 2017, I proudly signed a historic executive order making it official government policy to buy American and hire American. My opponent has put forward a radical plan to eliminate U.S. borders by implementing catch and release programs that I ended. You know what catch and release is? You catch a murderer, you catch a rapist coming across our border, and you release him. Catch, catch him, and release him. And you say, I'm sorry, three years from now, please come back for a court case. Nobody comes back. Imposing deadly sanctuary cities and suspending all removals. They don't want any removals. This is what Biden agreed to with crazy Bernie Sanders. When you have people that are in this country illegally, even if they're murderers, if they're rapists, no matter what they are, you can't remove them. We've removed tens of thousands of people, including MS-13. It would mean the total nullification of U.S. borders, overwhelming every city and town in America, and especially in a place like Pennsylvania. If Biden wins, your borders are gone, which means your health care is gone, the middle class is gone, and your safety is gone. Other than that, you'll be doing very nicely. Under my leadership, we achieved the most secure border in U.S. history. And we're finishing that wall. It's going to be built very soon. It's going to be finished. We're going to have the greatest celebration. That was a tough one. That was a tough one. Remember, they said, we don't need a wall. They wanted drones, you know, drones flying around, looking at the people pouring across the border. They wanted drones. They wanted modern technology. You know what I've said often, right? There are two things that will always be around in a thousand years. 
in 2,000 years. All new computers, all new everything. You know, you come up with a new computer, you come up with a new chip. Three days later, it's obsolete. I would not want to be in that business. But there are two things, a wall and a wheel, right? A wall and a wheel. In a thousand years, two thousand years, it's going to be here. We invested $2.5 trillion in the U.S. military and launched the first new branch of the United States Armed Forces in more than 75 years, Space Force. For our great vets, we passed VA choice and VA accountability. Nobody thought we'd ever get that done. We killed the leader of ISIS, al-Baghdadi. And we took down 100% of the ISIS caliphate. And when I took over, that caliphate was all over the place. It was a mess. We took out the world's number one terrorist and the mass murder of many American troops, many troops, many people all over the world. Qasim Soleimani is dead. Thank you. He's dead. I withdrew from the last administration's disastrous Iran nuclear deal. One of the worst deals I've ever seen. That's John Kerry. The guy was totally incompetent. That guy didn't know what the hell he was doing. He gave him $150 billion, $1.8 billion in cash for nothing. I kept my promise, recognized the true capital of Israel, and opened the American embassy in Jerusalem. I also recognized Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights. 52 years they've been trying to get that. And instead of endless war, we're forging peace in the Middle East. You see the deals we made? I actually got nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. The press didn't cover it, but that's okay. The press didn't cover it, Mike. I got nominated for three Nobel Peace Prizes. I did more in 47 months than Joe Biden did in 47 years, and that's true. Now Biden is pushing the most far-left agenda ever put forward by a presidential nominee. He's going to ruin your energy. He's going to ruin your state. The Biden plan would destroy Social Security and destroy protections for pre-existing conditions because there's no money. Biden's running mate sponsored a bill to outlaw private health insurance. We have 180 million people with great private plans. They want to keep it that way. They're going to outlaw them. They're going to get rid of them. Biden vowed to terminate our travel bans on jihadist regions and surge refugee admissions by more than 700 percent. He agreed to this. He said, that's okay. Let him come in. You know, I got the ban, right? Remember the ban? Remember it was a big deal. I got the ban. I said, if it's okay, we have unfriendly countries. If it's all right with you, they're not coming into our country. I got the ban. We won in the Supreme Court, five to four. I got the ban. He wants to give up the ban. He wants to let people pour into our country. 700% increase opening the floodgates to radical Islamic terrorism. I don't want to speak too much. Little wood. This is real wood. I don't want to speak too much, but you haven't seen too many things happening lately, have you? He'll ban school choice, charter schools, and Pennsylvania opportunity scholarships. In a second term, I will provide school choice to every parent in America. It's so important. A vote for Republicans is a vote for safe communities, great jobs, and a limitless future for all Americans. And in conclusion, and I love being back with you in Pennsylvania. So many incredible memories, Shirley. No, so many. What a night that was. Remember that night? Donald Trump has won the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Donald Trump. Remember how late they just didn't want to call it. They didn't want to call it. I said, call it already. If I lost it, we were at 98%. We were substantially ahead. If I lost every single vote, we still won. It took them like till 2 o'clock in the morning before they called it. In the meantime, Wisconsin came in, Michigan came in. But they just refused to call Pennsylvania. They just couldn't. Remember, they were crying and they were all screwed up. Over the next four years, we'll make America into the manufacturing superpower of the world. And we'll end our reliance on China once and for all. That's already happening. We'll hire more police. 
increase penalties for assault on law enforcement, and we will ban deadly sanctuary cities that people don't want. We will uphold religious liberty, free speech, and the right to keep and bear arms, your Second Amendment. We'll strike down terrorists who threaten our citizens, and we will keep America out of endless foreign ridiculous wars. We will maintain America's unrivaled military might, and we will ensure peace through strength. And by the way, we've rebuilt our military, I told you, $2.5 trillion. We have weapons and equipment the likes of which no country has ever seen before. We are the envy of Russia. We are the envy of China. We are the envy of everybody. There is no country that has what we have. And I will tell you, when I first came here, one of our generals, highly overrated, said to me, Sir, we have no ammunition. That's where we started. And now we have the greatest weapons anywhere in the world. And just hope to God we never have to use them. We will end surprise medical building, require price transparency, which is already signed January 1st, it kicks in, and further reduce the cost of prescription drugs. And I'm talking about 50, 60, 70, 80 percent because of what I've done with favored nations. We're getting the lowest price, Mike. The whole world, we're going down, we're taking these nations, they pay a fraction of what we pay. I said, nope, whatever they pay, I want to pay. Why are we paying more than any other nation? We're the highest. We're going down to match the lowest. The drug companies don't love me too much, just in case you haven't heard. We will strongly protect Medicare and Social Security. We'll always protect patients with pre-existing conditions. America will land the first woman on the moon, and the United States will be the first nation to land an astronaut on Mars. And we're very close. We will stop the radical indoctrination of our students and restore patriotic education to our school. We will teach our children to love our country, honor our history, and always respect our great American flag. And we will live by the timeless words of our national motto, in God we trust. For years you had a president who apologized for America. Now you have a president who is standing up for America and standing up for the great people of Pennsylvania. It's very important. So get your friends. Most important election we've ever had. Get your family. Get your neighbors and get out and vote. You got to get out and vote like you never voted before. Places that we won, like Erie, places that we won, you got to get out and vote. Because from Erie to Easton, from Pittsburgh to Harrisburg, and from Allentown to right here in Johnstown, we stand on the shoulders of Pennsylvania patriots who gave their blood, sweat, and tears for this beloved nation. This is the state where our founding fathers declared American independence. Think of what you have in Pennsylvania. No, think. Who, who could say that? This is it. What you've done here, what the, the history of this incredible place, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Think of what you've done. It's where the Army weathered its brutal winter at Valley Forge and General George Washington. Don't worry. His statues are not coming down. Okay. Led his men on a daring mission across the Delaware and where our nation was saved by the heroes of Gettysburg. This is the place where generations of tough, strong Pennsylvania workers mined the cold, worked the railroads, and forged the steel that made America into the greatest and most powerful nation in the history of the world. And you have seen nothing yet. You wait till you see what we're doing. Wait till you see what we're doing. We are making our country greater than ever before. Proud citizens like you help build this country. 
And together we are taking back our country. We are returning power to you, the American people. With your help, your devotion, and your drive, we are going to keep on working. We are going to keep on fighting. And we are going to keep on winning, winning, winning. And when your great congressman to come to see me, right? This great, what a group of warriors. I don't know with them. I'm not sure I can handle that group. But when they come in to see me in the Oval Office, they say, Mr. President, Pennsylvania is not used to winning this much. We got to slow it down a little bit. And I'll say, Mike, I'm sorry, Mike. You tell the rest of them, Mike, we're not going to slow it down at all. Pennsylvania wants to win more than anybody in this country wants to win. Pennsylvania is going to win. We're never going to stop. We're going to keep on winning. We're going to win so much, you're going to love every moment of it, all right? Hey, you know what? You lost long enough, I can tell you that. Many years where your factories and your plants left because we had stupid leadership. Don't kid yourself. You lost for a long time, and now you're winning, and you're winning like never before. Open it up, Governor. Open it up. Because we're one movement, one family, one people, and one glorious nation under God. And together with the incredible people of Pennsylvania, we have made America wealthy again. We have made America strong again. We have made America proud again. And we will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. Thank you very much, Pennsylvania. Thank you. Get out and vote.